0: Welcome to Immigration Nerds. Today, we revisit Brexit. EIG's legal writer and international expert, Con Branch, takes us through the winding and unpredictable course of summer events that the UK either has or will address this summer. We discuss Theresa May's resignation, deal or no deal Brexit, the EU summit, and electing the new Prime Minister. This and more, all happening within Parliament's summer calendar for 2019. We're here to help you walk through the largely uncertain yet equally impactful period. I'm Ian Gaines. Come join us beyond borders. Today on Immigration Nerds, we have Khan Branch. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm looking forward to speaking about Brexit and what's been going on in the world.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On June 7th, that was the formal resignation of Prime Minister Theresa May.
1: That's right, Um, she announced on May the 24th that she would no longer be Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, which triggered the United Kingdom's Conservative Party.
2: I will shortly leave the job that it has been the honour of my life to hold.
1: The second female Prime Minister, but certainly not the last.
2: I do so with no ill will, but with enormous and enduring gratitude to have had the opportunity to serve the country I love. Oh.
1: Into the leadership race, they need to decide who will be the new prime minister of the United Kingdom over the summer. And it's a rather laborious process that will be required for them to make a decision on that and move forward with the final steps of Brexit, um, the United Kingdom leaving the European Union.
0: Right. Correct. So
1: for those who don't know, like what were the events that led up to this resignation? So it's a rather long process. It begins mm-hmm. with the general election in 2015. Um, over time, there had been a great deal of what's called Euroscepticism, um, individuals mm-hmm. in the Conservative Party um, in the United Kingdom who wanted to augment the relationship that the United Kingdom has with the European Union. At the time, Prime Minister David Cameron promised in the 2015 general election that there would be a referendum in 2016 on remaining a part of the European Union. He campaigned on staying in the European Union and he lost. As we know, um, the United Kingdom voted in a non-binding advisory resolution that the population would like to leave. Because of that, he resigned. And after he resigned, that triggered the leadership race that ended with Theresa May becoming Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. So she was kind of handed a situation that was left over from David Cameron's promise to the country. And she was vested with the responsibility of having to sort through that, Mm -hmm. um, getting the United Kingdom out of the European Union in a fashion that would align with a majority of the people that voted that way. Right. So that was sort of her main responsibility. That's correct. She was left this problem by David Cameron, who after resigning quickly left the Parliament of the United Kingdom.
2: I held nothing back. I was absolutely clear about my belief that Britain is stronger, safer, and better off inside the European Union.
1: Ever since then, it's kind of been a tumble downwards for her. Several challenges coming from members of the Conservative Party. Mm -hmm. uh, Several failed votes. Um, One of the votes that she had experienced in trying to reach an agreement for the United Kingdom to leave the European Union was one of the worst... Um, actually the worst uh, parliamentary vote that had taken place against a prime minister. Um, her yeah. vote loss margin was the highest I have been seen. Percentage um, wise, you say not only yeah. percentage wise, yeah. but also um, numbers outright. Mm-hmm. Uh, the margin that she lost by was the biggest in parliamentary history. Wow.
0: Charles, it didn't take long, did
1: it? Uh, yes. Votes
0: 202. No votes. 432. It goes down by 230 votes and absolutely humiliating embarrassing defeat for the Prime minister tonight we th- suspected it could be over 200 but that is probably the worst defeat for a government in modern uh UK political history that is an absolute shambles for the for the Prime minister
1: we shortly after she party. had been sure. named Prime minister she decided that she needed more members to assist her in voting and she called what was called a, what's called a snap election it's a sun election and her hope was that more members of the Conservative Party would win seats mm-hmm. they lost seats so she ended up losing seats after she lost seats she had to make an agreement with another party so that they could get through more legislation and then after that she had several defeats including the largest defeat that had happened with a parliamentary vote that happened in the house of commons wow it was defeat followed by defeat followed by defeat which led to her needing to resign after having promised it to her party several times over Wow! Many ministers left Mm -hmm. her cabinet. Those ministers then sought that she should resign. Mm -hmm. Um, And on numerous occasions, she made the promise that she would leave, hoping that that would foster through some type of deal. Mm -hmm. And even those deals did not guarantee, or that promise did not guarantee those deals being voted on. Um, And eventually she resigned, um, offering her resignation without a deal, hoping that a new prime minister would be able to solidify a deal. So within this period
0: right now, that... Was on June 7th. Right. Um, who will be in charge during
1: the interim? So Theresa May is still Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that it works there is that a Prime Minister is in office Mm. until they have tendered a resignation to the queen. She's not done that yet. And she is the caretaker prime minister until the um, conservative party has its leadership race. It Mm. is um, happening in the coming weeks. Once the new prime minister has been announced, she will then offer her resignation to the queen. And Mm. she will then ask that the queen ask the new person to create a new government in the name of the queen. Right. How do uh, UK citizens see this. Uh, There was an article that was published not too long ago, just a few days ago um, by the BBC detailing how Theresa May was seen as prime minister. Um, When she announced her resignation, she was at the lowest point, almost half of the population, disapproved of her job. Along with that, a large uh, percentage of parliamentarians, members of the conservative party, were dissatisfied with her leadership as well. So she was really um, leaving on a low note, unfortunately. Right. The
0: next... Event on the docket is on June 15th, uh, the National Conservative Convention. So, uh, could you tell us the purpose of the National Conservative Convention?
1: Yeah. Um, sure. The National Conservative Convention, it will be the top leaders in the Conservative Party in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. There are some 800 members of that, um, who will be meeting to decide the future of the party. And mm-hmm. the first thing that they have to do is symbolically, um, note that they do not have Theresa May as their leader, requiring mm-hmm. that they move forward with the leadership race mm-hmm. and deciding on who the new person would be. They, they don't figure out who the person will be on that date the june 15th no that's they correct just, the The process is longer but that is kind of their starter gun making it official making the, it official mm-hmm. that they can move forward with appointing um the next person who will be head of the party and with mm-hmm. um that also prime minister of the united kingdom right
0: okay so and from uh june 20th to the 21st will be the eu summit which will have all the EU leaders right. who come together and uh, make decisions on each of the countries and the EU in, in general. Will Britain
1: be expected to attend the summit? Um, from what I understand, no. Um, and it's similar to what happened with the last EU summit, the meeting of the European Council. Mm-hmm. Those leaders, representatives um, and the leaders of the European Union countries mm-hmm. come together to discuss whatever matters at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time that it happened, they were discussing uh, moving forward with another extension for Brexit. The mm-hmm. United Kingdom did not attend as the Prime Minister was in the United Kingdom working out next steps and mm-hmm. the possibility if they were not able to move forward with an extension. Mm-hmm. Um, being that the United Kingdom will technically be without a prime minister, Theresa May serving as the interim. That is um, also the meeting that the European Union will be looking into what's been going on with Brexit, and they'll have an evaluation. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of skepticism among European leaders as to what's been happening with parliamentarians seeking to move forward with naming a new leader as opposed to agreeing to a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, There have been some leaders who have looked negatively upon that, Guy Verhofstadt, the European Parliament's Brexit coordinator, said British lawmakers must act as fast as possible
2: and in a bipartisan manner. There is a need for a cross-party uh, cooperation so that we know what Britain wants and that there is a majority in the House of Commons backing that proposal. And if that proposal goes into the direction of a more uh, deepened relationship uh, with the European Union, we are ready to do so. We are not against this on the, on the, on the country
1: seeing the results of the European Union summit that will be happening in June will be quite interesting. Um, Engaging the way that the EU sees negotiations for Brexit happening, Mm -hmm. but also how that might influence a decision to be made for the next prime minister and for the leadership race that's happening with the Conservative Party. Right. Right. Yeah. So it seems like it's going to be a a point of contention,
0: really. How does the rest of the EU... See and understand Britain, their potential for leaving, right? right. That'll be something interesting to keep our eyes on, you know, as it moves forward and at the EU uh, summit for July 2nd will be the meeting of the new European Parliament, right? So
1: what are the major concerns that will be addressed at this meeting? There are two things, actually. First, responses to um, what's been going on with Brexit, if -hmm. there's any response that comes of it. But also, um, we have to keep in mind that because of the last agreement that was sorted out with the extension on Brexit, the October 31st deadline, Mm -hmm. there was a requirement that the United Kingdom participate in the most recent round of European Union elections. And so there will be representatives from the United Kingdom there, and this will be possibly the last time that they'll be participating in any events in the European Union Parliament. Once the European Union and United Kingdom agreement um, for exit has been sorted out, whether that includes a deal or it does not include a deal on October the 31st, the United Kingdom will no longer be sending parliamentarians to the European Union Parliament. Got it. So it'll be interesting to see kind of the final steps that they'll be taking, those UK representatives um, in Brussels, uh, as they prepare for their exit.
0: Right. July 22nd, new leadership will be announced. So for those who are not as well-versed in British politics,
1: what are the candidates that are in the race right now? Right. So there are uh, 10 candidates that are currently the front frontrunners. Um, and again, the process, as you mentioned before, is rather Lengthy. Yes. And uh, quite interesting. Um, Of the front runners, you have Boris Johnson, previously served as the mayor of London, as um, people well know, but also foreign secretary uh, for a while, um, from 2016 to 2018. He's a bit of a hardliner when it comes to Brexit, seeking Hmm. to leave the European Union, whether or not there is a deal in place.
2: After three years and two missed deadlines, we must leave the EU on October the 31st. And we must do better than the current withdrawal agreement that has been rejected three times by Parliament. And let me clear that I am not aiming for a no deal outcome. I don't think that we will end up with any such thing. But it is only responsible to prepare vigorously and seriously for no deal. Indeed, it is astonishing that anyone could suggest dispensing with that vital tool of negotiation. It's only if we have the guts and the courage to get ready for it that we will carry any conviction in Brussels and get the deal we need. Because they don't want no deal any more than I do. And we will simply not get a result if we give the impression that we want to go on kicking the can down the road with yet more delay.
1: So the way that the next leader of the conservative party will be elected is this. You have your 10 candidates, and out of the 10 candidates, you then have to get support from members of the party who sit in the House of Commons. Those are voted down over several weeks until there are only two candidates, After the two candidates have been voted down by the 300 plus people who sit in the House of Commons who are members of the Conservative Party, Mm -hmm. that is then given to the entire party to vote. And there's a mail-in ballot system that's used for 124,000 people, about members of the Conservative Party in the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. are able to then vote in and make a decision on who the new prime minister will be. Mm -hmm. At that point, the voting is only between two people, two candidates. Right address the next steps after the new leadership is selected what's next on the docket so after a new leadership is selected, again, um, the uh, Theresa May would officially offer her resignation. Mm. Um, that prime minister would then be asked by the Queen to form a government in her name. Mm. They then, um, establish a cabinet around that same time and they'd start to come up with the ideas as to how this new leadership, this new government will move forward and creating a plan for the United Kingdom. Mm. And that plan would include Brexit, the way that the United Kingdom would leave the European Union, but also understanding its relationship with Europe. Mm-hmm. um The situation in regards to trade, um, in regards to border and um, border relationships, especially with Northern Ireland and Ireland, which is a question that a lot of um, individuals watching Brexit have had, Um, also the ability for the United Kingdom to be able to establish necessary relationships with its old trade partners, such as Mm -hmm. France, um, its relationship it might have with Germany, um, and also immigration policies, Mm -hmm. the way that individuals who work in and out of the United Kingdom will be able to uh, maintain certain assurances and protections that all um, have been contingent upon a deal being established with Brexit, which may not be possible mm. um, if there is no deal put in place before October the 31st, or okay. if a prime minister comes along and says that they will not agree to a deal with the Greater European Union and instead addresses some other ways, such as bilateral agreements, mm. um, treaties, and um, uh, different policies that may be established between, between individual states, uh, but part of the European Union mm. instead of the entire Union. Got it. With your knowledge on Parliament right now,
0: the candidates who are up, if you had a crystal ball,
1: deal or no deal? I think that A lot of other members are moving towards agreeing to a uh, no-deal solution. I was reading an article just a few days ago where another member was announced as being a bit more conciliatory towards a no-deal Brexit. If the party chooses someone who decides that a no-deal path is the best path moving forward, then there's a good chance that that will be the case.
0: For more content and immigration updates, please visit our website at EIGLaw.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter at EIG law to join the conversation. Thank you for listening. See you next time.